Whoa, slow down, slow down. Who goes there? Come in the light. Let me see your face. Ah, I see. Well, come in, come in and warm yourself by the fire. We'll take care of your steed. Ah, pull up a stool, grab some mail. Now, before you get too cozy, I must warn you, I cannot promise you safety within these walls. What I can promise you is a warm bed, a hot meal, and one hell of a story. Welcome to McMallets. Welcome to an RPG actual play podcast starring myself, Mitch Wyatt, as your GM. I'm Joe. I'm going to be playing Uter Thorborn, a bear person. Yes. Hello. I'm Pat. Uh, I'll be playing Theodore Gleam, a fire genasi light domain cleric. Uh, hi. I will be playing Harrowhark of the Quetzic. I'm going to just bring a ladrin, a wizard. I like casting spells and eventually. Probably gonna try and be a blade song if I don't get killed by level two. I'm Aaron and I'm playing Horace Tharm, a tiefling warlock, uh, wannabe assassin for hire that uh, pretends he's mute and cast spells with a harmonica. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot uh, about yeah, that. Yeah, I forgot about the harmonica. Hey, uh, speaking of that, does this sound horrible? No. Not to me. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do this. A boy runs through the high grass at a full sprint. Joy guides his steps. He is not pursued. He bounds through the opening in a crumbled stone wall. On the other side, he splashes into a wide ocean. No evidence of land nor stone wall in his wake. He kicks his way back to the surface and snags the leather ball floating there. In the calm tide of the open ocean, he watches a turtle the size of a castle keep sink slowly beneath the waves. The boy whistles, two fingers in the corner of his mouth, loud and shrill. A thin rope drops out of the air behind him. He climbs up into the sky, and a number of small arms pull him up and out of this reality. Home. He sits on the edge of a stone wall smiling and emptying his shoes of seawater as his friends cheer and pass the ball between The Fulcrum region is forgetful. There are stories from a dozen or more worlds connected to this place blended together in a, into a miasma of short-term memory. Some stories span worlds and histories. Some heroes begin as villains. A new culture emerged, one of conflicting truths working in harmony and ruling classes ignoring it all for profit and personal gain. But there is some other weave holding the, the construct together. Despite the lessons that go forgotten, one truth remains consistent. If you pass through a door, you come out on the other side. For some, this is an idiom meaning you take what you can get. For others, the very substance from which all other truths can be derived. For those interested in the mysteries that created the system of worlds, Start with the fundamental mystery, the speak. 
that universal truth that holds the seam between the worlds together. Your party finds itself in a cavern, a like rough hewn water carved cavern, um, fairly nondescript. You have made your way through a series of caverns, um, what some might call a dungeon, but this was a fairly, fairly natural construction. Um, you have fought your way here. There have been some traps. Um, but I think um, for Theodore and Uther, your understanding of this, this quest was that it would be a little bit more challenging. Um, and it feels like moving through this dungeon, as it were, has been a bit easier, um, perhaps um, constructed in that way, made easier for you. It just seems a little off from what you understood of this place. And right now you find yourselves in front of a massive stone door. Along the, the stones that make up the archway of this door, uh, there are large runes carved in every single one that go around. Does anybody speak primordial? Yep, I indeed do. The, the runes around the door, Theodore, um, spell out uh, the, the phrase... Behold the anchor, shaper of earth. So I re, I say that out loud. Behold the anchor, shaper of the earth. Are there uh, any anchors in the room that I can behold? So you see nothing in this room. You've sort of come through into this, this cavernous space. The, the space seems to have been carved to accommodate the door that is in front of you. Um, to remind you, your quest was to... Um, he was given by uh, like the, the small council of a, of a small village. Um, the name of the village is Falkirk. Um, just uh, just kind of a, uh, a farming village on the, on the outskirts of the capital. So you're a couple days out from the capital. Um, this place farms in this valley with a river running through it. They task you with finding what they call the Stone Herald or Herald of Stone in order to prevent the river from flooding the village out of its current location because uh, they don't want to move the village and they want the benefit of the flooding for their fields but they do not want their homes to be destroyed every season and so you find yourself where you think you need to be um, you've gone into a mountain um, as part of this because they're, they're sitting in a valley so part of this the mountain ranges that flank the valley um, you've gone into these caverns and you are you think somewhere at the heart of this place you've been in this in this dungeon for a while kind of searching around but you find that this seems to be the central location with this door that that says this this phrase so you mentioned that the place looks like or where we are like it looks like the like rock or whatever was carved around the door are these doors just scattered throughout do we know this like that the doors are just kind of there this is the only actual door that you've seen in this dungeon. You've really, it's really just been a series of caverns that you've gone to. Oh, okay. Harahawk tries to open the door. How does Harahawk? Is there a handle? There is a big iron ring on one side and the left side. I try to pull it. Um, you pull, and there's a sort of resistance of just weight of the, the heft of this thing. And then it slowly starts moving toward you. You think... At your bidding, but not of your strength, right? Like it's moving on its own, but you 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 bid it open by pulling on it. Oh, it'd make a nice anchor. Uh, yeah, 
you know, very, very heavy. Um, uh, I mean, I've been working out, and Hammerhawk puts out his arms. He's very lithe, has like very lean muscle. He has no mass. <laughs> what What is this word, anchor? What does it mean? It's uh, it keeps something in place, like like uh, like a boat, uh, but you don't want the boat to go anywhere. So you're like, stay put, boat. It's a boat stay putter, or I guess in this case, a metaphor, which is a lot more to unpack. Accurate. I just mine something like I'm holding something very heavy. Yeah, horse has, horse has it. That is confusing. The second door also starts to creak open, so both both doors slide easily and silently against the stone floor until they are just open. There's a big shudder of the weight of them. You kind of feel it rumble in the chamber, and then inside, a like a big bonfire lights suddenly. It's like in a in a massive stone bowl, and that stone bowl is being held on the shoulder of a of a statue, uh, a humanoid statue with an oversized head. Um, so, the, like a, like a human holding the stone bowl on their shoulder, in which is a big bonfire that lights the chamber, and that the that human has this massive, almost like totem like head. What was the name of the thing we were looking for again? The Herald of Stone. Does this thing look particularly her- heraldic? It looks like a big, intricate, like very well done carving, like very very large and very well done carving. Um, you haven't like you're far enough away, like the chamber that has has opened up to this thing's probably like fifty feet into that chamber, and you just notice it because of the big fire that has lit upon it. Uh, let's check it out. What kind of traps have we encountered so far? At this point, you said we encountered traps. Mm-hmm. Have they been like pretty, you know, sporadic, or or like yeah, every they're... few rooms there's a trap? No, it's it's been fairly sporadic. And I think give me an uh, I think an insight roll. Ooh, Ooh first roll of the campaign. First roll of the campaign. Ooh, uh, plus six is a thirteen. Your your inclination is to is to believe that these traps weren't part of the original design of this place as it were again it's been, it's really just a series of caverns so it's not like clean dungeon hallways with like trap mechanisms in it but there there were traps set up in some of in some hallways and some rooms um but you you just don't feel like they were there they've been there for eons it's just they they seem fairly real okay um can i like look around the room from what i can see and see if there's like anything that would be like something that would trip us up or oh uh, yeah i think it traps uh our investigation Ooh, that's a bad stat oh i have advantage no you have advantage when it pertains to smell oh you're right that's true i shall investigate <laughs> you're all being very too cautious exactly well i was i was gonna go and then uh, he was all cautious i don't know, be cautious i don't want to go running in and causing mayhem and that's 19 uh 19 you're a wizard Yes. There is a, um, there's nothing that, that will cause you direct harm, but you notice some like hidden little sigils just written in some sort of like, um, God, what is the word I want? Basically, somebody mixed up some reagents. Oh. Like a paste and put some sigils there. The, this would, this would tell somebody that somebody entered the room. Is it already I, active? No, you have not. Nobody's entered the room yet, so. Uh, okay. you, you know that. Oh, wait a minute. Please go ahead. 
Theodore. I brazenly, as, as they're kind of like investigating, I brazenly just step in. So Harahawk, you watch one of these sigils light up and dissipate. It just like goes, and then winks out. And then that sigil is gone. But you know that someone has been alerted to someone's presence here. It's very rudimentary. It's not like they're spying on you now. It's just someone now knows that somebody entered this chamber. All right. I relay that information and go, well, well, nothing we can do about now. Let's go in the room. So, Theodore, as you walk forward toward this statue, there's just a groaning, sort of a scraping of stone groaning as the massive stone head tries to peek as best it can without tipping the bowl. It reorganize like shifts the bowl on its shoulder to hold it better but lifts the the massive head so it can see you just kind of peer down from one eye because the other the head is turned so that it can position itself to hold this bowl and then it like creaks in sort of a grinding stone sound um it is speaking primordial so you understand that it says what herald we Come to beseech your aid. You have bested the dungeon. Trivial, trivial tricks, tests. I don't know, I guess I sprained my ankle that one time. I rolled it kind of bad. I healed it. It's fine. It's fine ankle now. I still feel it. A little, little. Come no, here, no, come I'll here. Look. I feel, I heal again. Come the, here. The adults are talking, please. <laughs> it says, so you receive... One boom. And it sort of creaks its head back. It doesn't feel like it needs to look at you anymore. Shifts the bowl into what would be what you think would be a more comfortable position. You're not sure if the stone can feel comfort or not. So I just throw my arms open wide and just look it straight in the eye and I'm just like, please raise the town of Fulkirk above the rising waters that will come. Um it kind of creaks to to shift the bowl back into like its original position, kind of settling in. You watch the fires sort of slowly die, die out on the bonfire, and it says, trivial. And then the ground starts to shake slowly at first, and then a intense and violent rumble. What do you guys do? Um, is it coming from like in here as well? Oh, yeah. It's like it's a like it's time a to evacuate. It's a full-on earthquake. You're not sure what might happen here, but it doesn't seem like a great situation. How does the structure of the room look? Like, does it look like uh, the ceiling's unstable or something? So yeah, as actually, as you you look up, you can. At first, it just seems like darkness, but you catch when you kind of move your head to look this way and that. And as the the chamber starts to shake, you see that there is sunlight above. It's far, far above. You feel like. The entire time you've been in this dungeon, you've been going deeper and down um, into the earth. But this chamber is somehow open, almost as if this is like a very thin and very deep caldera um, for a volcano. And like this is the bottom chamber. It would be an incredible task to climb something like this. But it seems like it's almost open sky above. It's hard to 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 pick out because it's so far above you. But there, the the chamber you're in is like um, hewn stone block for the walls and then an open ceiling, essentially. Uh, the chamber behind you is a is a natural cavern, and the entire dungeon you've moved through is a... So I'm like, I just hold my hand out to the party, like, oh, hold on, hold on. Then I go back to the Herald. So perhaps one, one question, how should we 
get out of here if you don't mind <laughs> the so the ground continues to shake and get more and more violent um it says it says your boon is complete leave or don't we need to leave we will go it's a good idea i roll to leave <laughs> <laughs> i just turn heel and just stride out is it, we're, we're good no he, he, he's he's walking i guess i'll walk i guess we're walking cool we're walking hey we're running like it's a brisk walk at first, and then it it starts tearing into a run. Like he's trying to save face on the the prime the the herald, but as soon as like he's out of the room, he's like bolting. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna get down on all fours and just start fucking hauling it. Okay, uh, so you guys start running back through. You run through this this chamber that you were just in um, is fairly nondescript, just a big empty cavern, and you start like bolting down um, a hallway. I am going to make this difficult one moment. Oh yeah, I am. So the, the there there comes a point in the hallway where it takes um, a turn. It sort of takes a, a, a wide turn, and the edge of that, like we we remember coming back through here before, is a chasm. So it took a turn, and then it kind of opened out, and one side of the path was just a chasm, and the other side was the wall. As you round that corner, you find that your your walkway has fallen away, and there's about 30 feet between you and the rest of the walkway. The rest of the dungeon corridor is across the chasm. What do you do? So it's completely gone. Are there any like stalagmites on the other side yeah. that we could tie a rope to? Um Cool. I can use my face step to misty uh, to face step across because it's thirty feet, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, face step can take me thirty feet. I can loop across and tie a rope across. Who's got rope? I. Have. So if I, I also have a rope. Hey, I've got rope. We're adventurers. We all got rope. Yeah, you got rope. Uh, yeah, I will. Uh, unless anyone has a better idea. I mean, I have. I have entangle. But I don't know if that would work. It like sprouts vines from the ground. It sounds like it wouldn't reach, I don't think. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. So a 20-foot square. Yeah, would it, you you might be able to like put it on the wall. Right, that's what I was thinking. But you'd only you'd have 10 you could I mean you could do that and then jump the the last oh, 10. Oh, wait. Um can my duck carry a rope across? I mean, your 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 face step will work absolutely. Um but yeah, your duck can carry a rope across. Um oh yeah, duck can't, can't tie the rope. Yeah, it can't effectively tie it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that I realized that halfway through. Yeah, I'll face step across, have the duck okay. uh, carry the rope across, and then try and tie a rope. Yeah, so Harrowhawk, you fa- face step across, you start tying the rope. Uh, Harrowhawk face steps across and starts, like, walking away. Late- I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and who's holding the rope on the, the, the leading side? I'll hold it. Okay. I'm um, big. Some stones fall from up above somewhere in the darkness that you can't see and down into the cavern. Um, and when you hear, like, there's a long moment of pause before you hear the sound and you hear them crack beneath. And then you hear the fluttering of wings. Great. That's not a good sound. Wait, sorry, which way is this coming from? Behind us? Below you. Below you. Oh, below us. The stones fell into the chasm that's to your left. And then you hear the flood air flooding up. Yeah, I'm going to make you make a sleight of hand here, Harrowhawk. Fantastic. You're under, you're under pressure. That makes sense. That's a six. Okay. Um, so you tie the rope. Uther, you have the other side of the uh, rope. Harrowhawk mm-hmm. turns to Beaker, his duck, and goes, is that a good knot? <laughs> you know, you know did, you just, 
Am Did I you being... just wrap it around once and then walk away? <laughs> am I am I being the duck or are you being the duck? Except I'll be the duck. That's exactly what I was going to do. Well, listen, you can't if, if you're not going to offer any any like ideas. You're just going to be. Oh, this is not the time to have this argument. What is the duck's name? Beaker. Anchor. Beaker. Beaker. Oh, Beaker. Like, you know, beak. Um, um, so, yeah, Uther, you have the other side of the rope. The rope is tied on the other side. What do you I would like to produce a flame and kind of like cast it into the darkness underneath us just to see what's going on down there. I cast magic missile in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you, you want to you produce flame, kind of try to like sweep it low along the path to see what's coming up. You see, um, what I think you can identify as mud methods flying up toward you. What is that? It's like a it's like a elemental construct of mud, a little like weird. Oh, a little dirt imps. Yeah, sucks. a little imp creature. It's like a little gremlin made out of mud with wings. Yes. yes. You see two of them flying up. Flipping the bird. <laughs> I flip. I flip my duck at them to flip the bird at them. <laughs> And uh, Beaker is well trained in this. He's standing in your hand. You, I, I just kind of flip. flip. He just flip flips over and lands back in the hand. He just poses his wings in the air. So what are you guys doing? You have these two two mud methods flying up toward you from the cavern below. Um, the the chamber and everything around you is still violently shaking in this earthquake. Um, and you have the rope tied on the other side with Harrowhawk and Beaker, and the rest of you are on. The side, the no-no side, essentially of the chasm. Oh, did Holmes tie his end? What's up? Um, I'm holding it currently, right? Yeah, Luther has it. Yeah. Or should, I, should I tie it off? Would recommend it, unless you want to stay here. Give me a minute. I'd tie it off. How far away are these things flying at us? Um, they are. I think they were just like just at the edge of the the the, the torchlight that um, Theodore was creating. So it's they're about twenty feet away. Oh, if they're be... within 60 feet, I'll cast magic at them. Okay. To... Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with uh, loose initiative for now, unless we have to cement that down. Um, how well is this thing tied off? On his side? You have no idea. On my side. Slider hand. Can he survive? Yeah. That is dirty 20. Dirty 20. You feel like this is a uh, very solid knot that you've made here. I'm going to just pull on it, chug on the rope, make sure it feels secure. Feels secure. What are these mud methods made out of? Yeah, they're they're literally like elemental mud imps. Okay, like uh, Theodore in in like is very insistent that they're the grossest things. <laughs> so, Harrowhawk, what do you what magic are you casting at the? Uh, I'm gonna cast a Toll the Dead on them. So one of them, I'm gonna say the one on the left needs to make a Wisdom save, a DC 14. He would love to do that if he could find his D20. He saves. Uh, so nothing happens. Yeah, Horace, what are you doing? Uh, so I kind of like step. Uh, I step in front of Uther and kind of like use my hand to like push him back, even though he's much bigger than me. And then I go to cast Eldritch Blast. Okay, that's a attack, attack roll, roll, right? Yeah, spell attack roll. Uh, Nineteen. Oh, that hits. Roll damage. Uh, wait, what is this? One d ten, right? Yes. Yeah, I got a ten. Ooh. Okay. Uh, you attacking the one on the left or the one on the right? Uh, the one on the left. 
you like fire this eldritch blast down it slams into this thing and you can see like mud kind of spit out from it as it takes this hit and it wavers in its flight you can see that it just tries to veer off like you don't know if it's running away it may be getting a different angle of attack or it might just be like i need to get the fuck out of here um but if that hit shook it pretty pretty solidly he does that i would like to use my action to intimidate them to get out of the way so i'm shouting at them in primordial i'm just like fuck off you shit birds <laughs> uh yeah go ahead and roll the uh intimidation what would be a six a six i'm waving that fire in their general direction Ooh, i mean their their charisma is terrible but not that terrible um almost i think um that does cause uh the one that horus just hit um to just continue on its veered path away. Like, it just disappears into the darkness, and you don't see it anymore. The other one seems to be angered by your insult, and is coming straight for you. Oh, you made him mad. Oh, you made him mad. I want to try some shenanigans. Go ahead. Um, I try to... I, I hold out my staff, and I point it at the, the method that's heading towards Theodore. And I cast Shape Water. Does that work on a mud thing? Um, it sounds awesome. What would you like to do? Freeze it. Can freeze, you freeze? Can I you can freeze, freeze water. water. You freeze the water, provided there are no... Oh, damn it. It says provided there are no creatures in it. No, I don't care about that. The water so unfreezes in an hour. Unfreezes in an hour. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, why don't you roll... I don't know. There's just an ability. Right, right. I'm, I'm saying like, so you've done it. You froze... You pointed at the, uh, at the mud method. You freeze the water in it. So give me a... Um, Let's say 1d8 for damage. Ugh, one. <laughs> one damage. Um, but what what spawn, what happens is you freeze the water and it's just sort of like the shape of this thing sort of left behind. And the what dirt can sort of pops out of little like this fissures in the ice you make. And then there's a dust method instead. That did not work the way I anticipated. Is significantly less gross. <laughs> Quick, little one, shoot it again with powerful magic you have from your hands. I give him the okay symbol. So this um, this dust method, actually, I think that that does slow it down. So it's still flying toward Theodore. It's almost right on him. So I probably want moves from Harrowhawk and or Theodore. Um, I already did my Toll the Dead and missed. Right, but we're we've everybody else has done a another action in that time. So. Okay, um, I guess I'll try again if he's over there. Um, I'm gonna try summoning some uh, jungle voodoo magic and some like big like spooky shapes form around this thing and try to toll the dead on him again. Okay, uh, DC 14 wisdom save. He fails. Ooh, and he's already had damage done to him. Yes. Ooh, baby, it's. A D12 now, so it's a five necrotic damage. Loves it. Like, oh yeah, get that get that jungle juice in you, bud. Oh yeah, that's good <laughs> stuff. Oh, like so the form of this eyes reach out. Yeah, the form of this this dust method sort of rattles as this the spell affects him. And you see like the, the tendrils of the necrotic damage grabbing on where they can as it continues to fly um, toward Theodore. Uh, I will say at this point it reaches you, Theodore. It like slashes at you. It rolls a twelve versus your AC. Oh, it's got Theodore. It's great. It is conscious. Theodore's dead. 
got my my arms open, like I'm just staring it down, just like come at me and just I'd say like glances off my armor. Yeah, just like two slashes and it's like continues to fly up. You can see on its it's gonna correct its course to come back down and dive bomb you again. What do the rest of you do? Punch it? Yeah, go ahead. Is that opportunity? Yeah. Uh that's uh thirteen. Yes. That's uh three dam two damage. Two damage. Slap the shit out of it. <laughs> Just slap it. Um big dust cloud puffs out as it like flies past, takes the slap. Off. The the chamber continues to shake during this massive earthquake. It's still going on somehow. Um and Uther, you notice standing where you are that the the floor beneath you is crumbling a bit. Like it's starting to give just slightly. It's not like falling into the chasm, but it's weakening even more than it was. Can I cast entangle to like try to hold it together and make part of a bridge like part of the way across? Absolutely. Alright, I'm gonna do that. Created this entangling vines that just hold the rock in place that kind of latch on up to the stalagmite that's holding the rope and like onto the wall, just like this big binding agent um, for this this piece. And then I want to try to start heading over. Okay, so you start getting on the rope. How much do you weigh? An insane amount. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look, that's, that's the only reason like I'm asking. 450 pounds. Okay, cool. 450. <laughs> I'm a giant fucking bear. So when uh, he starts holding it, can I make a uh, insight check and uh, how much more I think it can hold? Yes. Uh, nine. nine. You can probably hold another person. Horace, what are you doing right now? Uh, I'm going to try to... So there's that one that darted off. Is that... That's... that's We haven't seen that. Since, right. That right? one seemed to just go away. Like, it, um, it got screamed at in Primordial. You don't know what was said exactly, but it just, like, left. The other one seemed to get mad at whatever was said. Um, and is kind of looping back around for another dive bomb on Theodore. Can I try another Eldritch Blast? Okay. Ooh, 20. Uh, oh, Ooh, Nat, crit, crit. Critical? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. So go ahead and roll your 2d10. Six. So you, like, charge up this Eldritch Blast. It, like, overloads in your hand as you throw it, and just, like, arcs this dark, nasty magic at this thing coming back down. And like the two things hitting each other at speed in midair, there's just the and then dust just like showers the area. Um, I don't think nope. It would have been if it was in five feet, you'd be good, be have a problem. But there's no nobody in the range of this thing. But there's this like kind of lingering cloud of dust um, above you where this thing exploded into nothingness. Hold on one sec. <laughs> I forgot that last time. All right, so uh, Uther is making his way across the rope. Yeah, I say, um, good job, little wizard. So I'd like kind of, uh, I don't have a hat on, but I make the tipping the hat uh, thing with your with my hand. We should all get hats. Yes, when we all get out of here and not crush to death, we all get hats, and they're going to look great. <laughs> I want a big floppy one. I would I'd like point, big you guys. floppy hats. Give me big floppy hats. <laughs> So Uther, um, you are like three quarters of the way across. Is anybody else getting on the rope or making to get on the rope? I gesture for Horace to get on the rope first. All right. I uh, I try to run across it. Can I do acrobatics? You can absolutely attempt to run across this rope with acrobatics. How how far is the distance of the rope past the entanglement? Uh, another 20 feet. 
Okay. So I figured like Entangle covers 20 feet itself, but a lot of that is in keeping the rocks together on the wall. I rolled a 16. Uh, I like that. So the only the only issue that I see there is that Uther's in the way. Uther, how are you doing? How were you going across this? Like um, underneath is my guess. Yeah, underneath, I'm a yeah. Bear. Hand, yeah, hand over hand. Okay. Um, I'm not like a you, I'm not like a circus bear, like going over on a unicycle. Right. <laughs> you pull out your unicycle and just do it. It's natural. Um, yeah, no, I, I I like a sixteen. You you are able to um, in in what is a, a probably a stunning feat to the rest of the party. Sort of take like three or four leaps, touching down on the rope each time. And make it to the other side. That was that was dope as hell. That wasn't that cool. Uh, no, it was pretty cool. It was pretty. It's amazing. I'll turn around and blow everyone a kiss. <laughs> I reach up to try to grab it with one paw. It was a very bad decision. So I catch <laughs> the kiss in the air and put it on my face. Who's <laughs> <laughs> are you in that? Like you grab up, you grab the kiss, put it on your face, and like then you like bring that paw down on the edge. And start pulling yourself up onto the other side. Theodore, you're the only person left on the other side. Theo, Theo, Theo. As soon as either of them get off the rope, I get on and just do the hand over hand. All right. Yeah. Can I? Can I like hold on to this rope? See how it feels. Um. I yes. I feel like I'd want to like pull. Like if if I feel like the other side is going to fail, I want to be able to to pull him up. Um. Yeah. So you, as you reach down for that rope and like place a paw on it. I assume that you have. I, I'm, I shouldn't make this assumption, but I assume that you have like a uh, opposable thumb. I do. Oh, yeah. Okay. My philosophy is like I'm a I'm a race called uh, Leuven, and we're like if bears evolved to become like humans, and so they. Gotcha. I don't have yeah. claws, but I have like a, a big beefy hand with yeah. an opposable thumb. Okay. Um. So you reach down um, for this rope as it gives. It just. Like the knot just it doesn't snap. The the knot just fucking unravels, and you're able to like snag the rope. Theodore, uh, how are you going across? Hand over hand. Okay, hand over hand underneath. So you slip down. There's a big like bow like dip in the rope now, and you're hanging down. Um, Uther, you have it. Please give me a uh, strength uh, or athletics if you have it. I do have athletics. Oh, you and that one. Oof. <laughs> Damn it. Critical fail. So, Uther, you, you're, like, caught off guard. You gra- you're, like, checking the rope, but as you're checking it, it slips out. You grab it, try to hold um, for Theodore, and you just stumble forward toward the edge. Harrowhawk and Horus, you see this happening. Like, you're in this moment where Uther is now stumbling toward the edge, being pulled by the weight of Theodore toward the pit, and Theodore hanging on. I for dive the for the rope as well, or I dive for, like, Theodore, whatever I can grab. Yeah, is, uh, um, Theodore is out in like the middle of the pit, so you won't be able to grab him. You can grab Uther or the rope. I meant uh, Uther or the rope, whatever I can grab. Which one do you want? You can make the choice. Uh, one of I us weighs grab- 450 pounds. <laughs> I'll grab the rope. Okay. Uh, Uther, do you have like a... Sh- I'm imagining you with no shirt on and a bunch of fur. That is accurate. Okay. I'm a very thick matted bear, bear person. I cast resistance on myself. Okay. What does that do? It gives Same me a D4 throws. throws. Okay, excellent. Um, so, Harrowhawk, you uh, die for the rope. Give me an acrobatics roll. Ooh, acrobatics. Much better. That's a nat 20. 
beautiful. So you're you're able. This is this is how I see it. You kind of see this happening. Run, slide, and like snag the rope. And in that same motion, you just wrap it back around the stalagmite and then pull tight, like with your feet against it. So you just like, like, like fingers like on my collar, flapping backwards, trying to add. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just like correct the problem in that one motion theodore you kind of jostle a bit but you're able to hold on and uther no longer being pulled by the rope you're able to just kind of let go of the rope and steady yourself on the wall with that theodore you can get yourself the the rest of the way hand over hand to the to the edge this this edge the rumbling is just now starting to die down but you can feel it Sort of still sort of rumbling the chamber or like the chasm and chambers around. Time to run. Time to run. Let's run. Just a, a second. Just, just a moment. Yes, we barely made it. Is that a is that a joke? Yes, I learned all bear related. <laughs> <laughs> I roll my eyes. Or like tries not to laugh, but it's just snickering. Better jokes are funny jokes. Okay, let's go. So you guys run. Back the way you came um, through this dungeon, there wasn't much in the way of branching paths, um, so you kind of know the way out fairly well. Uh, in this next chamber, um, Horus, what when you first came through here, like on your way into the dungeon, what did you fight in this chamber? Like when we first entered? Mm-hmm. Don't say dragon. <laughs> I was going to say something like snakes. <clears throat> like something in like nature that might have found this to be a nice home okay so the the snakes that you dealt with are kind of strewn about and i'm thinking like there were some a couple of like poisonous things here um but it there was like an amalgam of different types of snakes just because the chamber itself was so big and like the space was large enough to accommodate different types and there are some like larger constrictor type snakes and you've killed all of those things and they're still lying here where you left them. Can we say we tried to befriend one of them? Yeah, I would say I talked to one. Okay. What What was your... So I, I do want to make take an aside, a like rule mechanics aside. Uh, animals are really stupid. Oh yeah, they are. Okay. So what were you... What was the, the purpose of your conversation um, when you attempted to speak to the snake before then having to murder a bunch of snakes? Uh, I think it was along the lines of ditch these losers and come work with, with us. Yes, that I was gonna. I'm planning on eating several of the other snakes, and that if if they don't want to get eaten, that they should join our side. Uh, roll charisma, Uther. That they are the bravest of snakes. Eighteen, but minus one, seventeen. Is that animal handling? Oh yeah, no a- animal handling. Yeah, that should be. Why is animal handling not charisma? It's wisdom instead. Oh, thank God. So yeah, no roll roll animal handling. That's uh, plus four, twenty three. There you go. So. Um, yeah, I think there there was one particular snake who was yeah, I, I definitely want other snakes. That sounds dope. Um so where like would you have left the snake here for when you came back or did you like have it in your bag? He'll say it came along for the ride. Okay. So when you enter this chamber, um the snake sort of slithers its head just out of your bag and it puts its little snake mouth next to your next to your ear and it just says, The mother. What? It says, The mother is here. You should run. There's a bee snake here. We need to leave now. Um, Can I cast as, a Lely on my staff as a reaction for that? Absolutely. As as Uther says that, um, you when you look up in the chamber, 
you just see like the bottom of a massive snake's head. The snake may be able to sense you in some way, but it's not looking at you. It's just the head has come through some tunnel high above you and is is settling low on this chamber. The ce- like effectively the ceiling of this chamber is now a giant snake's head. Snakes uh I think they usually like sense what's around them by like vibrations on the ground. So did this like big earthquake thing throw them out of whack and all? Very possible. Guidance on myself. Yeah, I was about to say let's let's maybe try to stealth this one. I'm, I'm gonna to slide slide my big bear body up against the wall. Silent as bear. Silent as bear in woods. Silent as bear. Uh, I'll so yeah, try let's... to stealth. I will also try to stealth. I'm going to roll for stealth. Yeah, let's get stealth rolls from everybody. That's a 16. 15. Nat 20. Well, I was really worried about this roll. <laughs> really worried. Theodore? Four. All right. That's the worry. With no. guidance. But it, but With it's... guidance? Oof. 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 Um, wow. <laughs> so... Um, but the, the net 20 and the four sort of cancel each other out. You're able to kind of guide each other slowly along this wall. Can I say um, they canceled out because he climbed on my back? Yeah, well, it's like, I, I feel like when um, when you saw him failing, you just kind of scooped him up to like, keep him from falling onto the ground and making a bunch of noise. Um, so you slide along the wall and out of the chamber. You can see the big tongue at one point, like flick down and then... You, you make it into the hallway. You know that this thing is too big to fit, and you continue moving um, through here. Yeah, I take the snake out of my bag and say, thank you, little one. You may go back to your mother now. Um, it says, uh, it says you left feast and slithers back into the chamber. It's true, we left feast. Um, so you make your way back through the next um, few chambers. There's not any immediate danger left in those. Um, you come to what is what is essentially the entrance hall of this dungeon. After the 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 rumbling has died down, uh, there's no more earthquake happening. Um, the immediate danger of this thing collapsing in on you has passed. Generally, as you come out into this main main hall, sort of entrance chamber, after probably ten to fifteen minutes more of like running through this place, um, you're tired, edging on exhaustion. And you see that there is a, a crack through the floor from the earthquake. Not too bad, maybe five to ten feet um, that you that you might need to to jump. But there's some sort of um, like strange greenish brown miasma that's kind of wafting up. Some sort of cloud of something that's just sort of wafting up from that that crack in the earth. Can I inspect? the the waft the, the miasma how would you like to inspect it um i will i want uh send beaker in and kind of channel my senses through him okay beaker you you, you go go sniffing with your with your duck senses <laughs> duck sense use your duck sense uh yeah go ahead so um want to just kind of like fly through it and get a sense of what it looks like i would say give me an arcana roll hell yeah that is an 11. Also, I could probably smell this. I get advantage on survival and stuff with smell. Uh, that is true. You can definitely make that attempt if you'd like as well. Smell viable. 19. Uh, okay, it smells like rotten eggs. You're not... I don't think that you are familiar enough with 
the potential source um, of this thing to know what it is, but it does smell like rotten eggs. Parahawk, I'm sorry, what did you get on your... Um, okay, yeah, so what you, you, what you think this is, is um, a stinking cloud effect, essentially. Okay, all right. And we have any like wind? It's sort of thing? like a wall. It's a, yeah. It's sort of it's sort of like a wall coming up from this this crack in the earth. It's not spreading out at all. It's just like a wall that you'd have to cross to get to the entrance of this chamber. Can I like thunder wave to create a hole to like make a concussive force that pushes the to create a hole in the? Um, I don't know if that would push cloud like you know do an air thing. Yeah. Well, so there's no way around it. That's apparent. No, not, not unless you went over it. You could go. The, the only, the only, it's it's sort of goes up like twenty. There's like a wall that you can see of the gas. Climb the walls on the side and go over. You could try that absolutely. All right, I get, I get, I just run at the wall, jump up, and try to climb. Yeah, can I parkour off the side? <laughs> yes. Um, is parkour acrobatics or athletics? It's acrobat. I think it's a combination of both. But so I'll let you pick. I would pick acrobatics. Can I help? Can I help him by throwing him? Okay, do the thing where he puts yeah, his like, hands out and it jump off his hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you yeah. can springboard off my back. Yeah, so oh. it, it, acrobatics with advantage. Well, first, before all that, I think you see Theodore like he just is gung ho about it and starts climbing the wall, and he gets an eight Ooh, for athletics. Know. Yeah. Okay. You start to climb. Can Can you guys see what I just rolled? You rolled double twenties. Double twenties. <laughs> Wow. Can, I have one? Can he have one? So how how would you so you're gonna parkour up, you're gonna run off a few things, jump over um where Theodore is climbing. How would you help how would you give him one of those? Like help him over in that motion. Like he does uh uh ooh, I got it. Like he goes up first and is like in midair and is kind of stuck. And like I see him he doesn't have enough air, so I like do the like kind of like a swimmer bouncing off the wall. I do like I, I do like a springboard and just like pencil dive through and just tack him through the air across. Okay, yeah, I like that. Um so I am going to hit I I, I think I'll hit you both. That seems fair. Uh, Theodore take actually both of you double threes. Uh both of you take three damage from the fall, but you're able to jump up, dive through no, no effect from the stinky cloud, and just like slam onto the other side, safe. Oh, that's my ankle. Oh, yep, yeah, definitely, definitely rolled it again. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Ooh, gotta, gotta walk, get some ice for this one. You're I pressed it ice. Horus, Horus, walk it off. I need to help him. That would help Horace. him cross. Oh, my ankle. Oh, his ankle is very injured again. Come on, my ankle. Come on. But if he has to play football later <laughs> in the evening, can't run no away. Horace and Uther, you are still on the bad end of the stinking cloud wall. Try yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to see if I can help Horace across. So there's no other way other than like up and around, really. Well, you, yeah. Go the what you notice currently and getting past it is to go over it. Like that's the most apparent way to thwart this. Uh, I guess I'll try to do the same thing since that worked. Parkour. Yeah. So athletics or acrobatics? We'll do acrobatics. Luther, are you helping again? Yeah, I've, I'm. Okay. I'm here to help. So you'll get advantage on the roll. Ooh, I also rolled a twenty. Jesus. <laughs> so twenty-three. So you are able to, with Uther's help, just as a springboard, dive over to the other side. Uther, you are the last one. Yeah, we one go. Left. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna back up a few feet. 
and get a running, you know, running leap here. See what happens. Oh, get that good dice sound. 16 plus, what is it? Athletics? Athletics or acrobatics. Uh, 19. So I think your jump is good, but I don't think you're able to jump high enough um, due to just your size overall. Um, But I will give you uh, advantage on the constitution roll to resist the stinking cloud. All right. Here we go. First roll is a 15 plus 4. There's a 19. Second roll is 11 plus Yeah, you're 15. good. Yeah, so you're, you're able to, when you dive through, like you are, you've got enough momentum and you've kind of gotten into the thinner part of the cloud, holding your breath. You just tuck and roll to the other side. You're all through um, this cloud. And you see the entrance to the dungeon. Um, a little bit crumbled, but still open. You can see sunlight from outside i run uh, to it yeah it's great you guys think that that uh harold he was like pretty impressed with how you know uh respectful i was oh, I, yeah, I, think, you, I think he was pretty proud you were mad respectful i was yeah, like yeah, damn yeah. he's being so respectful is this important very important mm-hmm. i make like wide gestures like like sarcastic gestures like oh yes he sounded <laughs> good like you know waving my hands really really big of course, gets it. Yeah, this I understand. So you guys make your way out uh, of the of the cavern um, and onto the mountainside. Essentially, you're in in a forest. Um, this is a pretty heavily obscured entrance. Um, it's not like a ton of people are moving through here. Um, often, you got this tip from um, the, the the council that kind of hired you for the job from this this village. Uh, I think your understanding of whether or not there was a stone herald, quote unquote, um, was sort of mixed. You you probably expected to find um, some item of power um, that might help or nothing. This was sort of a last ditch effort by the village. The fact that you found um, this stone herald residing in there with what it appears you don't know yet what happened, but what appeared to be some level of power to affect this change. Um, is is surprising on its own. You didn't necessarily think that that was going to be a real. But you can absolutely wait, make your way back to the village for your reward. Um, I would mention that your reward um, was not explicitly defined. Is this going to be like that thing in Aladdin where like we got the reward and like Jafar pulls out a dagger and tries to stab us? We're like, oh, we got betrayed. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's like Indiana Jones. We come out and the the triumphant music is playing. And then another archaeologist just takes all the credit for it. <laughs> like we get back to the village and someone else has already claimed that they've done it. So are you guys heading back to the village? Directly? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it, oh, I got to heal that broken ankle or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's oh, fine. Eight health. Um, roll performance to see how well I'm selling the ankle. Uh, that is a nat one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh. Oh, the ankle! Oh, the pain! I like pull you up in my arms, like hold you like a baby cub, and I like put <laughs> I, I my hand down. Uh, how do how does uh, Uther smell? Like the forest, just Ooh. like pine. I nuzzle, I nuzzle in there. It, it, it's really thick, to the thick jungle. fur. I look at um, horse. These guys, <laughs> and you I wrap my big bear. I wrap my big bear paw around his ankle and like a I'm green actually, light I look over, I'm out. exercising my right to bear arms. This is good. <laughs> this is so. This is the best one. 
Theodore so, turns his head away so that you don't see him laughing. Theodore, do you don't understand? I have bare arms. <laughs> this so, makes it a funny joke. You guys uh, are a few hours out from... Wait, wait, wait. I healed him with my bare hands. He's just as good. <laughs> oh, my God. So, you guys are a few hours out from the village. This is not like, you know, at the doorstep. Um, you have to make your way, like, hike your way down the mountain um, and then make your way effectively along the road back to the village. Um, so, in doing that, um, after an hour or two of walking, um, you are sort of just sidled up on. Somebody just kind of joins your walking um, as if they were invited. Um, what, you, what you're looking at here is a satyr, um, and he is fairly well adorned. He's not like um, some, you know, wild beastman. He has, um, for a, a second, I said well endowed. <laughs> no, well, he's not, he's well, well endowed. Adore. He might be, but he has pants on, so you wouldn't know. Um, yeah, but between has, you and, between you and us. No, nah, nah, I, I'm not gonna, you know, gentlemen never tell. Come on. So, <laughs> so yes, he has chain mail on, like a nice, like clean chain mail, very, like, well crafted, um, and, uh, like a traveling cloak that is also like heavy and um, like expensive. He he's wearing it like expensive finery. Um, he also has four long swords, so two across his back and two at his hips, and those are also very well crafted. If not long men, swords, yes, long swords, four long swords. And he he, is, he, he sidles up along your party, um, smiles. Um, and just sort of takes up pace with you for a moment and then starts playing. Oh, hi, buddy. You're a play band. Young companion here has instrument as well. I take up my harmonica and kind of like show it to him and kind of like my eyes go a little bit wider and look at it like uh, nodding up and down. Like Yeah, he, he at still playing the flute just nods to you like, yeah. Cool. I also has a, have a flute. I can't remember where it says that. It's not on my equipment. <laughs> But you I just, did pick that as my instrument. Because you just made it up. That's no, because okay. I when it on background it asked like it, it gave me permission to know an instrument. So I picked I picked the flute because I thought it'd be very funny to have a big <laughs> bear with a tiny little flute. <sighs> well that is, that is very adorable. Um so do you play along with this Seder? Tool chorus? tool proficiency. Flute. <laughs> Thank you very much. But do you you're good with it, but do you have one? I, it didn't give me the option to have one. Yeah, well, you know, next time. One right here. <laughs> right next to Let me try this instrument. This little flute. I'm very good. I think he, he sort of like... He like kind of dances out of your way, like playfully, Uther, so that you can't like grab the flute. Not that you were going to, you know what I'm saying? He just sort of like hops out of the way. Do I feel like he's doing anything mischievous? Oh, like, I want to look him up and down, smell him. Like, see what it's, he's all about. They're all mischievous. Oh, oh, go, go ahead and roll insight. My best. I think there's sort of a base stat. level. Oh, it is my best stat. I was joking around. Yeah, no, it's wisdom. Um, there's sort of a base level of what you'll know. I don't know, see if you. Uh, twenty four. Yeah. So, uh, this is not his goal. Is not to walk along with this party and play an instrument. He has another motive. It's not nefarious. Um, he is. Being playful because, for whatever reason, that is his M.O., but he just hasn't got to the point yet. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Like he's gonna he, eventually he'll get there. Right. But right now he's just seeing he's kind of feeling you out by doing this flute thing and seeing how how you accept him into this this walk for the time being. Can I uh like hold out my like stop playing, hold out my harmonica to him and then gesture like point to myself, point to my eyes, then point to his flute. Like I wanna see his flute and I'll show him my harmonica. Yep, he he trades harmonica for flute and just plays the harmonica like j- as if he had j- never like switched instruments he's just saying into the same tune. i start to play the flute but i have no idea how to play a flute once you roll um performance 11 you do all right you get the you get the you have the the principles down uh but it's clear that you don't really um he hands he like gestures like hands the harmonica back to you it's his hand out for the flute i give him the flute and i take the harmonica so he, he like tucks the flute away um, into like a into his belt, and he says, "Hail, friends! How are Hail, we all? Well met. Oh, why am I shouting? <laughs> I give a slight bow. He says, "You you are all quite friendly uh, for people in these parts. What's exactly. that supposed to mean? Is that weird?" He he thinks about it for a minute. He says, "It is dangerous, but you all seem well equipped. You have excessive amounts of swords. I am very well endowed with equipment. Yes." <laughs> <laughs> he says he he pats each sword when you say that Luther just sort of pats the hilt of each one like as if he's counting them real quick and it seems like a very practiced motion he says oh I think I have just enough I have three staffs I take all three staffs out he he kind of gives you a little nice well I have four swords I need four staff I like go scrounging around see if I find a good stick <laughs> can we tell where race he is he's a, he's a satyr so he's sort of like a, a humanoid with goat legs. He's like Phil like from uh, Hercules. I haven't seen that. Um, yeah, like a like yeah, all, it's just a it's just a person with goat legs essentially, Man. and they're a little bit short. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like goat horns too, right? Like Mister yes, Tunmus. Tunmus. Yeah, he's not he's not short short like those depictions of satyrs. He's like a he's probably like four and a half feet tall. Okay. He, we are very well equipped with. I guess not so much swords, but the most sticks. powerful sticks. And the and sticks. Sticks are good, but also the most powerful god in the pantheon. He says, which is? Well, it's, that's not important. It's my god. But he, he just nods slowly. Like, and he's, he's, he's being like very accepting. He's not like mocking you in any way. He says, well, it seems that you, you four were successful in... A fairly extreme way. So, based on what you said before, I had the inkling that perhaps it, we were meant to succeed. Yes. Would it make any sense at all that someone else did it, or is it more of the Herald? Uh, um, I don't think you'd know. I think you'd have to kind of look out for clues for both of those. Okay. So I said, well, I, perhaps no one was brave enough to try before. He nods, like kind of considers that. He says, did you meet it? Nod. He just like slowly nods to himself. As as you get to this point in the conversation, you round a bend um, that'll bring you basically out of the forest um, and like down a hill that gets to the road so you can go back to the village. As you come out of the forest, you see that the village of Falkirk is now on a massive stone pillar, probably... 200 feet in the air 
Is that too like, much? <laughs> he he regards it. This this creature regards it with a, like a wide smile. He says, "You did well. We did too well. It is very it is very high." He he nods. He says, "They'll have to figure out a new way to get up and down, but I think you did all right." We should have asked for stairs too. <laughs> He, he he waves that away. He says, they'll figure it out. He says, I think there is more we could talk about, your group and I. He says, I have need of people of your skill. Um, and he says, and I, I have informa- information to share with you that could help you. And he gestures to the, the stone pillar on which Falkirk sits now. Um, I can help you with displays of this kind of power. Um, did we ask his name? You did not. Oh, well, um, one piece of information I, uh, I guess uh, I would like is, uh, well, what should we call you? Uh, what's your, uh, your name? Introduce oh, ourselves before asking someone else's name. That's only... Oh, oh, that's only oh well, I'm Harrowhawk. This is uh, my bear friend, Uther. This is my fire friend, Horace. And <laughs> nope. nope. No, Theodore, crap. <laughs> and this is my harmonica friend, Horace. Hey. I'm also a tiefling, so I'm a I could be a fire friend. Oh, double fire friends. We're all fire friends, really. It's like, not true. <laughs> Do not start fire. <laughs> oh, my God. Only we can prevent wildfire. No, we're done. <laughs> Quit. No, we're quitting. It's over. <laughs> it's done. Oh, my God. So um, he he looks a, a little bit uh, taken aback, like he that he forgot to himself. It's like um, kind of a slight almost on his record. Um, he takes a step back and bows very elegantly. He says, I am Blossom the right-handed. Oh, and this is a be- uh, Beaker. I uh, take a bow and Beaker doesn't... <laughs> Can I like point to like my right hand and then point to my left and point to him and kind of shrug? Oh, a very discerning nickname. He, he, <clears throat> he says... Um, he, he, he thinks about it and he says, I think... It is all in the way that I fight, though I hope you never have to see it. Wait, what was his name again? Blossom, Blossom right-handed. Right-handed. Okay. He says... Wait, how many right arms does he have? He has one right arm and one left arm. He didn't ask the question. The question would have been hands. That's also true, but he has one... one his, he, his arms and hands look um, uh, normal to you. Um, he, he says, I would buy you a drink. Yeah, I would. I would accept. He says, ah, that is excellent. How big is drink? He says, well, Falkirk isn't uh, one for offering a lot of variety, but their mugs are big and dirty. I hold up, uh, like, I kind of uh, hit, uh, what's her name? Uther? I hit Uther, and then I just hold up two fingers to him, like, as if you you can get two. It may not be enough. <laughs> so, so I hold up three fingers. It still may not be enough. I hold up ten fingers. We get started. <laughs> He says, "Thumbs up." Ooh, thumb eleven. Uh, Blossom says, "I, I will start the speech now, if that's okay, as we walk." Yay, speech! Um, so oh, you guys listen. are wa- oh, listen attentively. You, you guys have made your way down to the road, and you're walking along the road toward now. What is this spire of rock with a tiny little village on top? Um, you can see because it's just like so high in the air now. You can see that the the villagers are are currently trying to figure out some way to get people up and down like to and from the village. Um, but you can't really tell exactly what they're doing. You just see the little 
specs moving. You have about you're probably uh, half an hour, forty five minutes out from the village still along the road. It's just like a clear shot. So um Blossom says, um, what you saw in that chamber, that is not the Stone Herald. He says, that is the Stone Anchor. Very different things. The Stone Anchor can't do anything without the Stone Herald. So uh, how do you know what we saw? He he kind of smiles, kind of beams at you, straightens up, puffs out his chest. He says, because I am the Stone Herald. Oh, hi. Nice to meet you. Wait, I thought you were right-handed. He thinks about the faces. I am. Um, the, the title is uh, based on my my deeds. What I'm known for. Uh, my heraldry is not something that I always um, tout to strangers. He says, "But you, you, I think would make good allies." Can I, can I uh, pick up a rock or pebble or something? Point to it and then point to him and shake my head. No. He waves a hand and the rock pops up like pops sprouts little legs and little arms in your hand and just stomps around in a circle on your palm oh, and, then that's wa- so cool. and then he waves a hand and it turns to dust in the wind oh i was gonna have beaker fight him like beaker like duck versus rock <laughs> i make my face go like oh and then i point to him he he says uh, this is again not something i i share often with strangers but we are coming upon dangerous times, times when major forces of the world will be making their moves for power, and I need allies. Surely you can't believe that trial, and I do some air quotes, was worthy enough to discern who was, you know, good or not. I don't know. We did pretty good. We fought some mud things. There was a big snake, and you know, I got, I got, I, I took some pretty gnarly injuries when I was back there. But it was. We- a challenge at all he he thinks uh, thinks about it he says perhaps maybe not for you but maybe for um a single person making their way through i sought to judge character over prowess Hmm. he says and when met with something of such extreme power as the stone anchor you simply completed your task well when you have the uh backing of a entity such as mine Things such as that are no worry. I honestly had no idea what was going on, so... <laughs> he, he smiles at you, Theodore, and he says, One day we will sit and speak of this entity. Yes, they have many names. What is one of the names? Name uh, three! Name three, sure. Uh, um, one of my favorites is uh, Holbrim. There's also uh, Ultra Wolf. <laughs> Wait, stop on, no, stop on the wolf one. Yes, the wolf is very, very nice imagery. And uh, thirsty. You say thirsty? Thirsty. Thirsty? Thirsty. Thirsty, like drink the water. No, it's thirsty, like they're, they're in first. This, no, like drink water? No, not, not at all. Like, with, with an F. Like, like you're the best? With an F. Like you're the best, like first. Yes, yes, because they are. Yep. Maybe he was correct. He said he got the best. Your God never won. Yes, my God can turn into a wolf and eat the sun and then shit rainbows. That is pretty cool. Thank you. Um, Blossom, Why would he want to shit rainbows? But, Why wouldn't you want to shit rainbows? Blossom says... Blossom, if, you're being, rainbows? if you're being stealthy, you don't want to shit rainbows. Blossom, weigh in on this. But Blossom says, um, 
he kind of furrows his brow. He says, rainbows. You mean like the divine aspect? Um, Horus and Theodore, you are from this area. Um, and, and I think Harrowhawk, you'd probably have heard, have heard of the divine aspect. You may not have had any direct contact with them. Um, but the Church of the Divine Aspect is a major faction in this region. They are um, sort of like major holy power um, in the region. Um, and and it, their, their reach spans into some other worlds as well. But they promote like good deeds and like merit-based advancement among their ranks um, and like uh, helping your community and neighbors, that, all of that sort of stuff. Fantasy Boy Scout Church, got it. Right. Well, it, it it's like that, but and they they, they have a particular um, affinity and worship of rainbows. That is just part of their thing. Well, yeah, it's it's like that, but you know they're they're better rainbows. We did better rainbows than rainbows. Well, the, if they're brighter, double rainbow, double they're double rainbow. Even what happens if the rainbow already be in sky? And you and you you see the rainbow. Well, I'm not a I'm not an expert in rainbow. It just happened, and just maybe maybe I'll commune later and get more detail. I take out like like a piece of paper and a pen, and I start writing rainbow based questions down. <laughs> rainbow based questions. So like a tiny little pen in my my giant paw. Uh, Blossom says, uh, "I will skip ahead a bit. There are other heralds." And other anchors. Some of them are not in this world. They are in others. Some of them, like myself, and um, some more powerful. He says that like with a a sort of haughty air. Uh, more powerful heralds and anchors are in this world and trying to push things in the directions that they want. What is most important to this conversation is that there is an anchor without a herald. He says, that is the storm anchor. He says, I would be your mentor. Make sure you get powerful enough to challenge the storm anchor in whatever way it sees fit. He says, I'm not exactly sure what that is yet, but we'll get there. Dance off? He says, I hope it is that easy. He says, if I can help you train and build your power, then one of you as the storm herald and me as the stone herald, we would have enough power to challenge the more nefarious things that are coming. We form alliance. He nods. The sea is very convenient. He, he says to you, Theodore, he says, I will not lie to you. I have made it so, yes. He says, but I do not lie. This, is, this alliance is available to you if you would have it. Well, he's right-handed, uh, which is uh, opposite of sinister, which means left-handed, so therefore he's telling the truth. This is nonsense. <laughs> all right. It, all right. It might be convoluted etymology, but not nonsense. This, I see. You no say reason. all right hand people are trustworthy, all left hand people are not trustworthy? No, he's the right handed. He's not a right handed. What? This is confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I do not claim to be. The smartest of bears, but... Smartest bear i ever known. Also the best smelling. I do smell good. Look, okay, I think what we're trying to say is that we will accept this alliance. So, for now, is there any conditions? Do we have to sign anything? 
he uh, shakes his head. He says, no, no, of course not. Um, we will have a drink. We will have drank on our good friendship. And then I will meet you in the capital. Yeah, that works. This seems like a good deal. Very convenient. I got nothing better to do. We will go to bar see who can outdrink bear. Well, in the future, I hope our decisions are based on better foundation than nothing better. <laughs> foundation of friendship. And Harrowhark uh, definitely strikes a pose along with Beaker as he says friendship. I look, I stare down the stone Harold like, really? Us? <laughs> friendship! He, uh, he reaches out. Theodore just like pats you on the shoulder. He says, I see potential. Who am I to judge someone who can lift a village 200 feet in the air? He, he nods and tips an imaginary hat to you. We forgot to say hats. We need hats. We didn't forget. We just didn't get here yet. Quick, where's the nearest hat store? Blossom, part of deal. You buy us all hats. Big floppy hats. He, he nods. He says, of course. Um, he says, I think um, the people of Falkirk will want to um, welcome you and feast. Um, he, and he says, oh, I'm sorry, you're right. There should have been stairs. And he snaps his fingers and you watch the massive, like a, you're much closer to the village now. And you watch the massive staircase just sort of jut out of the side. Just like you hear the stones slide out and create this spiral staircase up the, um, up the pillar. Oh, uh, before that, they're really going to put the fall in Falkirk. Nobody Oof. thought of that while they were naming it. <laughs> <laughs> How wide are these stairs? Uh, this they're they're quite they're like these these like smaller pillars almost like shoot out of the side, so that it makes the this like fifteen foot wide thing around the side. I'm just imagining there's like a guy with a big rope like halfway down like, oh, come on! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's exactly what you see. So you guys uh, approach the village um, and I think um, from, the, from the top the, the one of the council members that you saw uh, sees you and like lets out a like, like waves and lets out a bell like, oh, you've returned. You succeeded. Yes. It definitely in a way that we expected and was good for everyone involved. Uh, Blossom says to you quietly, because like they're up at the top, so they can't they can't hear him. Um, he says, um, do take all the credit for this. This is on you. He must des- definitely ask for stairs. <laughs> we definitely, yes, we asked for stairs the first time and made sure the village was accessible and didn't fall to some like monkey paw trick. <laughs> um, Blossom sort of recedes a little. He's still with your group. He kind of recedes to the background. He doesn't necessarily want to be noticed as part of the group. He's just sort of is letting you guys take this. The um, the council member yells up, yells from the top, like, "Oh, come on, come on! We will have a feast uh, in your reward." Ooh, what was the reward? Is it hat based? I better not be marrying anybody. He says he he says, "Oh, it is very special." And then Theodore says, "Better not be marrying anybody." And he says. It, it, it's good. It, it's 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 very good. And he just sort of rushes off. You say rushes off the edge? Yeah, but like back from the edge, like not oh. off the edge. <laughs> I, thought, uh, I thought he just, I thought he just left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. He's like, fuck this. Um, so you guys go up into the village. Um, it's pretty worse for wear. Like obviously, it was just raised up um, two hundred feet in the air um, on some like magic earthquake shit. So it's it's pretty rough and tumble, but it's not totally destroyed uh people are like rebuilding what they need to rebuild and like 
getting their stuff situated and there's a lot of people trying to kind of planning out the new um, layout and the new operation for their uh, fields, et cetera. There's, it's not like it, it, like Blossom didn't just pick up just the village. He kind of gave a, a pretty wide berth around it so they can expand a little bit if they need to on top of this pillar. Um, some thought was put into it. Um, well, I'm glad at least one of us did. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know that there's like um, sort of a common house, like a longhouse that has, um, that's where people go to to eat and party, etc. It's it's the only place that's got like alcohol aside from people's private stashes. Um, so you make your way there. Um, there is a feast set out for you, um, and so Blossom kind of pops his head in. He says, "Ah, well, I guess I won't be buying you drinks this evening, but when we get to the capital, I will make good on my offer." And the hats. And hats, yes. So the feast sort of commences as soon as you arrive. Um, there's lots of uh, merrymaking and food. Um, it looks like the, the food was prepared for your eventual arrival um, and then was like kind of tossed and destroyed as the earthquake raised the village up off the ground. Um, but it's, it, it is functional, you know, as much as, the, as much as a small village like this can provide. Um, and it's uh, you're sort of late afternoon and this is kind of pushing into uh, the evening as, as the sun sets uh, on Falkirk and people are kind of settling in, having the feast. There's music, uh, there's dancing, etc. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a party. It takes time. You're just kind of being greeted by different people, thanked by people you don't know. Um, so if, there, if there's anything anybody wants to accomplish specifically at this feast, let me know. Uh, get rip-roaring drunk. Yes, easy. Definitely easy. I'm a little more uh, taciturn. I ask for white wine. Um, so it, it, it kind of, it's obviously not something that like anybody's ever asked for in this place. Um, but they, they set about trying to accommodate this for you. And like an hour later, somebody comes up to you with a, a clear beverage that they're like, this is, this is the best we've got. Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on, don't. Maybe some spiced rum. <laughs> They're like, uh, uh maybe. I okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. just like, all right. This is what I want you to do. Just get like alcohol, right? No alcohol, and just put like you know spices in it, <laughs> chilies or I don't know pepper. Just, you know, just. they sort of nod and rush off again. Uh, at some point later, you get that same jar of clear liquid with like a chili pepper in it. And shrug, and then like I use my produced flame to give like heat it up before drinking it. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's moonshine with a uh, a chili pepper in it. Nice. Uh, so uh, as as the sun sets um, and torches are lit, you know, to give this party uh, a bit more like rustic ambiance. The um, like primary council member um, that you were speaking with. They have a name. Herman is the primary council member. There's there's more people on this council, um, but it's a small village. This isn't like a city or even a town, really. It's a small village. So there's like a few people that just make the decisions for the town. Um, and Herman kind of quiets everybody down and says, these heroes um, have done the impossible. They have helped us more than they know. And for generations, Falkirk will be able to live safely and produce crops for the capital. Uh, as we have for generations hence. 
and then there's like a, a cheer and like clapping. It's not like people aren't like super into his speech, but they're just like, yeah, yeah this is. He says, and so, uh, as as decreed by the, the council, the village council, we will reward these heroes as best that Falkirk can. And there's another like little cheer and clapping. Name the village after us. Yes. We made an exposure. Uh, Herman like stoops down and grabs a potted plant. I have plants. Which he brings over to your table. Um, it is notably a um, lilac plant. And then he says, and though I know uh, our traditions may not match those from the capital um, or the traditions of other worlds, you, you, you are um, entitled to the he's like looking at you theodore like trying to word this appropriately like trying to like get the words out around just uh, entitled to the dowry oh no no (laughs) (laughs) he says uh he says one yeah jasmine and she like this woman kind of stands up like crosses her arms and like stares at you a harahawk wasn't paying attention Ooh, sick flower and takes the lilac (laughs) <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I take out my plant out of my bag. It'll be friends. Theodore pulling, pressing his finger against the temple. <laughs> Someone she, is marrying this woman. It is not a bear. She, she, like, I look, I look very her, excited. You see her arms crossed, um, and she sort of just like drops her, drops her arms and like stalks over to your table. She's like not happy. She says. Like, not loud enough for, like, the gra- gathered throng to hear, um, but, like, loud enough for your table to hear. Um, and she says, just uh, somebody stand up, hug me, bring me to the capital, and we'll part ways. Cool, I'll go for, I'll go for a hug. I am married there. <laughs> She's, she, like, not, like, half-heartedly spreads her arms for the hug. Uh, I want to know what Harrowhawk looks like. Is this picture accurate? Uh, yes. Um, he's like 5'11", very lithe, um, has like a, the, the, uh, this, uh, undercut with like long blue, uh, hair. Just like, yeah, yeah, let's party. I'll go for a hug. Yeah, let's go. Kind of surfer, like swimmer's body vibe. What's the deal with that mark? Is that also canon? Um, the mark is canon and he hasn't discussed it. Oh. Do you like wear normal clothes or are you just like super, uh... Oh, okay. Um, oh God! <laughs> I think he has like a full uh, tank top on. This is terrible. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he, he really have ripped jeans. Um, no, he does not have ripped jeans. Um, I honestly forgot what the full picture looked like, but it's basically that. It's kind of like tattoos on his back, long blue hair, undercut, black tank top, tunic, and ta- uh, sensible pants. Are those tattoos? It looks like it's just back hair. Oh, I haven't even looked at the full picture that much. It's questionable. Yeah. Oh, those are like feather-looking things. Ooh, yeah, he has um. Oh, yeah, he has feather tattoos on his back for the uh, plume serpent. Yeah. So you get up, you hug Yasmin. She hugs you back, and then she like grab like grabs a hand and sort of like half-heartedly raises the tr- the crowd cheers. Um, and then like the music kicks back up and the merriment continues. Um, I go to Jasmine and say, "Wait, wait, wait! Now I have to hug Beaker," and I. I hold out Beaker. <laughs> she she just like closes her eyes and she sighs and she like 
like again, come half, on, even, like come quarter, on. quarter, quarter heartedly hugs the duck, <laughs> and she lo- like she looks at looks at like looks at all of you and says, "The capital, no bullshit." I assure you, his antics become more tolerable quickly. Oh, I'm full of bullshit. <laughs> she like plops down in a seat at your table, like grabs a drink, starts drinking. We're gonna have a lot of fun together. This is gonna be great. I'm having fun. Who wants more drinks? Ooh, is that a turkey leg? <laughs> Wait, I think I got married. I got a hat coming. I met a cool satyr. This is a great day. I uh, said, so did I hug her yet? Well, Harrowhawk jumped up and hugged her. Okay. Uh, uh, so was there like a line or something? No, there was not. Like once that happens, she just sort of like signaled to the crowd that everything was cool and like sat down. She's not like not having the actual like marriage thing. She's not not interested really, but she wants to make a show of it so we can think. Uh, okay. It has not occurred to Harrowhawk that we absolutely got gypped on this reward. Maybe we can convince them to name a farm after us. I'm going to uh, like look at her and kind of like uh, move my eyebrows up twice and wink at her. She she looks at you like completely no emotion, just kind of like stares at you for a second. And then she tur- like she turns slightly to Theodore and she says, is it going to be like this all the way to the Capitol? He's like 16, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, well, I'm sure that I just, I just get up and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> so the camera, the camera pans out um, sort of up higher uh, above the village. You see like the pillar uh, of Falkirk um, saying there with the, the, the lights of the village, right? Um, like lanterns in the windows sort of thing. Um, as the as the camera pulls um, farther out, kind of leaving you and the party to the to the merriment of um, uh, of Falkirk and the, the celebration of of your victory with the Stone Herald, um, kind of fly out toward the capital. Um, you see uh, the the capital city of the region, uh, which which is where it gets its namesake. This, the city is called Fulcrum. Um, the we kind of fly down and through some city streets, a lot of stone buildings, stone buildings, wood buildings, um, both a very nice like pay, like cobblestone paved street. Uh, like probably the the nicest place in the region is the capital. Um, and we we fly up through a lot of like houses and different shops and buildings um, down this main road until we get to this archway. Um, in front of like a main plaza that's almost dead center of the city, like a massive like mosaic mosaic tiled plaza where um, there are a lot of like covered stands as it is nighttime. Um, and during the day, these would be open and there'd probably be a lot of people here, um, musicians and um, different varying goods being sold, varied goods being sold here. But right now it's silent um, fountain in the center. And um, this archway that is standing here uh, doesn't isn't connected to any wall or anything specific. It's just kind of standing there, free by itself in the middle. And it is a much clearly a much older stone than the buildings and street and fountain nearby, um, and carved 
into that stone in the speak, the language that everyone speaks. Um, here in another world, it just says Fulcrum. Mallet's old-fashioned RPG is Pat O'Malley as Theodore Gleam, Mitchell Wyatt as our DM, Nick O'Malley as Harrowhawk of the Quetzic, Aaron McDevitt as Horace Tharm, and Joe McDonough as Uther Thorborn. We do not advertise this podcast. It is all done by word of mouth. So if you like what you heard, uh, please spread the word around. And if you happen to have some time, you can rate this podcast on iTunes. Apparently, it really helps or something. If you would like to contact us, you could send us an email at mcmalletspodcast at gmail.com. It's all one word. We would really love to hear from you. Um, thanks so much for listening, and we will see you all in a few weeks. See you soon. <laughs>